0: what is up still Studyings? happy hump day happy wednesday and welcome to episode 395 of the study sessions study session excuse me that's right we are five away from episode 400 a momentous day here for the still study and i'm very appreciative and grateful that you're joining me here today for this episode here on this wednesday august 24 2022 seven days to go in the month unbelievable time is flying and we are getting closer and closer to that first regular season contest for your pittsburgh steelers when they travel to cincinnati to take on the Bengals. got a jam-packed show for you today with a lot of news and notes to cover for you and i talked last week about providing some information comparison on how those top quarterbacks that were entering this year's draft how they're faring i'm going to share a little bit of that data with you today so lots to look forward to but as always thank you thank you thank you for being a supporter of the still study for listening reading and sharing my work with your family and friends it truly does mean the world to me so thank you for that you know I love yins guys and gals let's get to it so the Steelers made their cuts to move from 85 to 80 it's their second round of cuts the next move will be from 80 to 53 that needs to be completed on August 30th so that is right around the corner following the Steelers contest versus the Detroit Lions this Sunday at Akershore Stadium at 430. But some of the notable cuts, Gennard Avery, a guy that I thought had a nice showing against the Jaguars. I had him painted in as my number three outside backer. He has now been released. Not sure what the deal is there, but possibly the play of Hamilkar Rashid, who was signed later during camp, has impressed coaches. Maybe the coaches like him, or quite possibly there could be a free agent out there that they are going to pursue. A good sign for Derek Tuska, he's more than likely going to stick on this roster. Can't see them having two guys that don't have a lot of experience or familiarity with the team, or this could open the door for Delonte Scott. But again, very interesting information that Jannard Avery was cut. Chris Oladokin, the seventh round quarterback selected out of South Dakota State was released. He was a guy that I thought could compete for that third spot on the roster. Now there is a strong, strong possibility that he will be resigned to the practice squad. There's been a lot of criticism out there following this cut that the Steelers messed up with their seventh round pick, that this was a bad selection, but it is what it is. Chris Oladokun currently is no longer with the team. And then a few of the other cuts that they made to get down to 80, Mateo Durant, the running back out of Duke, Jalen Warren, who came in with him as an undrafted rookie free agent, has outshone him. i got to look up that word because that's like the third time that I'm questioning myself as I use it. It looks like Warren is going to make the squad. Wide receiver Christian Blake, a camp body that they brought in, he was cut and so was kicker Nick Skiba. So... Down to 80, the next move will be to 53, and there's a lot of work to be done before they get to that 53, starting with that contest versus the Detroit Lions this weekend. I mentioned that. That's Sunday, Akershorf Stadium. That is formerly known as Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, if you have forgot. It's 4.30 p.m., and based on what we are seeing and hearing in the media, the Steelers starters are going to play a first half on Sunday, so they're going to get a strong look at the starters, to make some evaluations, to make some decisions about who stays and who goes. And this is really going to be an important opportunity for the Steelers' offensive line, especially after they were called out by Mike Tomlin during the film study, during the team meeting. They have to step it up. They have to play better in order for this team to be successful, in order for this offense to move the football. And I saw on, uh, I forget... The, the author, so forgive me because I'm not giving credit here, I think it may have been Alex Kazora from the Steelers Depot, but he talked about just the change in offensive line coaches, the, the change in offensive coordinators, how that could be having an impact on the offensive linemen in terms of their performances, picking up the schemes, and that possibly we should see an improvement this weekend or as time goes on. So it's good to have that type of, I guess, perspective on this unit, maybe all hope is not lost. And if you haven't checked out the latest edition of the Still City Insider podcast with Jim Wexel and I, Craig Wolfley joined the show. Craig is the Steelers color analyst for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But he also is a former offensive line, lineman of the Steelers, and he knows his stuff. Go listen to that episode if you haven't. It's linked in the show notes. But he talked about whether or not this unit can improve, and he said, absolutely. So, you know, there are there are things that this unit can do to get better. The Steelers did make some moves. They did sign Adrian Ely. He was an undrafted rookie free agent last year out of Oklahoma. He started a bunch of games there, bounced around, and now he's with the Steelers. He can play both guard and tackle. Not sure that he's going to have any real impact, but the team is exploring potential options. And I'm sure, I'm sure, Omar Khan is on the phone, calling teams, seeing what's available out there in terms of players that teams would be willing to trade on the offensive line. The Steelers have some trade capital if they wanted to unload a player. If they do feel confident in the wide receivers that they have and they feel like Chase Claypool is expendable, maybe he could be shipped for an offensive lineman. Maybe Mason Rudolph could also be part of a trade to get an offensive lineman. We'll see what happens, but... I'm sure that there are moves yet to be made here. And also keep in mind that it's not just the Steelers who have to take their roster down from 80 to 53. It's all other NFL teams. So there will be some guys on the waiver wire that potentially the Steelers could be looking at bringing in and making a Pittsburgh Steeler. So the next thing I wanted to talk about was just, you know, I spent so much time studying the quarterbacks that came into this year's draft just to make sure that I knew fully – what type of players the Steelers would be getting when they drafted a quarterback. And yes, I said from the outset that the team would draft a quarterback with their 20th pick. They did, uh, like a lot of other people. But I just wanted to go through and look at the numbers to see, based on these first two preseason games, how have those quarterbacks that were in that group, how have they been performing? And that group was Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, Sam Howell, Desmond Ritter, and Bailey Zappi. Matt Corral was not being included on this list because he suffered a season-ending injury, so that's very unfortunate for him. Wish him a quick recovery, but he doesn't have the statistics to really be part of this comparison. But just to break it down here, if we look, I'm just going to go through the stat categories. The most attempts by a quarterback right now, a rookie from that group, Bailey Zappi, 57 attempts. The least number of throws out of the group, Kenny Pickett with 22. Number of completions, completions, Bailey Zappi is the top of that list with 35. At the bottom of that list is Malik Willis with 13. Completion percentage, it's Kenny Pickett, 86.4% completion percentage. Lowest percentage would be Malik Willis, 464 If you remember back to the tape study of Willis, that was something he struggled with was that accuracy. Yards. Bailey Zappi leads the list 378. Kenny Pickett, at the bottom of that list, 171 yards. Longest throw, and again, this isn't air yards. This is just the longest completion. At the top of that list, Malik Willis, again, goes along with that deep ball that he was known for in college. At the bottom of that list, 24 yards. That's Kenny Pickett. That would be that pass to Freyermuth. When it comes to touchdowns, at the top of the list, it is Kenny Pickett. Second is Desmond Ritter. If you remember, I was a big fan of Desmond Ritter. I thought he had an opportunity to be drafted by the team. Interceptions, top of the list, Bailey Zappi. Two interceptions, and there are three players tied with zero. That's Pickett, Willis, and Ritter. The QB who has been sacked the most, that's Malik Willis. If you remember from the tape study from the offseason, that was something that he struggled with. And then the... Quarterback who has been sacked the least, that's been Desmond Ritter. There are a few quarterbacks tied with two sacks, Pickett and Zappi. And then my guy, Sam Howell, who I'm paying close attention to, has been sacked four times so far. And then in terms of quarterback rate leading the group, Kenny Pickett, 138.6 rating. And the lowest rating of the group would be Sam Howell, the guy that I championed for, 69.1%. Again, this is not to draw any hard final conclusions it's just to show you comparison after two games how these quarterbacks have fared I know that I'm going to be playing paying very close attention to their careers how they pan out I'm rooting for all these guys I feel like I got to know them through all the tape study film analysis that I did on these players and it's good to see that they're having success some more so than others but looking to see how this year goes for them hopefully they get an opportunity to play and I will definitely be monitoring them during the season but my hope is that Kenny Pickett, our very own Pittsburgh Steeler, is the quarterback that we're talking about from this 2022 draft class who was the absolute best. And studying, that's going to do it for episode number 395 here on this Wednesday, August 24th. I love yin's guys and gals. Let's connect. We could do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wux over on his site, The Still City Insider. It is linked in the show notes. Craig Wolfley is on this week. Check it out. You don't want to miss it. Don't forget that the still studies now on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and get daily updates to your feed. And don't forget about that donut button. That is the donate button. If you enjoy the work that I do here on the site, if you want to help with site costs and upkeep, upkeep of the site because this is a free site. If you want to buy me a beer, click on that donate button and you know that I would appreciate it. Yin's beautiful study. And remember on this Wednesday, August 24, 2022 life is beautiful in the black and gold peace everyone make it a great day